2: Thirty
3: bales. I know it
2: should have a theme function. <laughs> Thirty bales. Garage Logic. Nope. nope. Rattoloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number two hundred and seventy nine, December fifth, twenty nineteen. It got as high as sixty three degrees on this day in two thousand one. Stay, uh, stay tuned tomorrow for an important weather announcement oh. regarding a temperature of sixty degrees and fourteen below was the low in eighteen seventy three. And now. Uh, as yet another example of uh, the cultural mob uh, changing the the landscape of this country, I have to get this off my chest. The San Francisco 49ers suspended radio analyst Tim Ryan for one game after his comments about Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar jo- uh, Lamar Jackson having an advantage because of his dark skin. During Ryan's Monday appearance on KNBR, a Bay Area radio station, he said Jackson's skin color helped him disguise a dark football when running fake handoffs during a recent game. He's really good at that, Lamar Jackson. But when you consider his dark skin color with a dark football and a dark uniform, you could not see that thing. I mean, you literally could not see where he was in and out of the mesh point. What's the mesh point? Never heard that term before. No. Ryan and the team apologized Wednesday. I regret my choice of words in trying to describe the conditions of the game. Ryan said, Lamar Jackson is an MVP caliber player and I respect him greatly. I want to sincerely apologize to him and anyone else I offended. Uh, Okay. Did the football player complain? No. I don't find that offensive. I find it an insight that I found terribly interesting.
1: Seems uh, almost sort of factual, doesn't it? I
4: think in 2019, he needs to be smarter than that.
1: But that's a shame, I think. I think well, it, well, how do you phrase it then, genius? Because it's something, I, it's something it, worth noting. To me, notice. it was an insight. Sure. It never
4: occurred to me and it before. it might be, but he's a guy that works in the, the public spectrum. Phrase it for me. How, how should he have said it? I think you should saying, have just left what, the skin here, color here, I'll, alone.
1: I'll
2: interpret for Reavers. What Reavers is saying is you're acquiescing to this movement. You're acquiescing... Uh, To the mob
4: mentality. If you want to stay employed in that type of position, I I think you have to. I guess. Okay, turn it around. What if it's uh, uh, Vikings at
2: Green Bay Mm -hmm. uh, and a night game? It's snowing significantly. Uh, the Green Bay is dressed all in white. I've been drinking all day long. Yeah. <laughs> Green Bay is dressed all in white, and their quarterback happens to uh, have extremely pale skin.
4: And they're playing with a white football.
2: And they're playing with a white football. And wh- what if you said, geez, the quarterback's really getting away with a lot of stuff. Compared- Look at his white skin with a white uniform and that white or ball, even and better,
4: snowing. He's got a white sleeve on. And
2: it's snowing. There'll be no outcry. Of course
4: not. I it's don't com- see that being an analogy. Well, they though. wouldn't play well, the white well, so no. I don't think it is short one. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> anyway, I just don't think like the Nerf that, white squeeze ball <laughs> that they <always> used <laughs> to make.
5: But to your point, it's not Jimmy the Greek like oh, by no. any means, no,
4: right? No, no. right.
2: I, I just, I found it <laughs> interesting. It never occurred to me before.
4: All right, I am going to make an analogy. So when I was in high school, this is not a town ball story. Were you black when you were in high school? No, but when I was in high school. Uh, or sh- sh- should say, growing up in Faribault, we would play, we would scrimmage against the blind and the deaf school that were also, they were in, whoa, whoa. god, <laughs> almighty, they were in
2: Faribault.
4: So well, drinking. <coughs> How can
2: you? So, the, the blind, what chance did
4: they have? The blind school <laughs> and the deaf school played with a louder ball, the ball that made noise, and they also used a drum. Uh huh. Okay, yep. Well, we knew what the snap count was oh. because that's when the that's what the drum signified. Uh-huh. So I don't know if that's an analogy. That's, not an that's, an analogy. that's oh, what oh, so it means. You made. didn't stay and count. Most One shockingly, two most
2: shockingly, what we, we learned is the blind and deaf school is a football team, and th- there were some kids that were really good.
5: Did they kick your
4: ass? A couple of them did. What is going? On? Huh. Well, in any event, there you go. Uh, MSAD and MSAB, huh? Minnesota School of the Deaf or yeah. Academy of the Deaf and of the
5: Blind. Say the Obamas have closed. How would they hear the whistle? I'm not joking. I'm not joking. They, how would they know when the... the play over? Oh, I suppose over. they could see. Sorry. That was the Bad one play. trick. No, they're blind.
4: No, that was the one trick, because some of the deaf kids couldn't hear the whistle, so they didn't know the play was over. Ooh, so attention. So you so watch watch your back. Out. Head on a
6: swivel. Yes.
4: <laughs> former President Barack Obama and former First
2: Lady Michelle Obama have purchased that 7,000-square-foot home on Martha's Vineyard for $11.75 million. The purchase price was recorded Wednesday with the local registry of deeds, the Vineyard Gazette reported. The Obamas paid about half the original asking price for the property wow. when it first became available in 2015. No kidding. The maker. sellers were listed as Wycliffe Grousebeck, owner of the Boston Celtics, and his wife, Corrine Bashler Grousebeck. The house is located in the Edgartown section. That's where uh, Teddy Kenny got in a little trouble. Yeah. The house is located in the Edgartown section on the eastern end of the island and sits on a property of more than 29 acres, according to the uh, Vineyard Gazette. Seven bedrooms, eight and a half baths, several stone fireplaces, two-car garage, barn, and swimming pool. Uh, they uh, uh, they recently, The Obama's recently purchased a nine-bedroom house in Washington, paying $8.1 million because they've had some lucrative business deals since leaving the White House. Michelle got a $65 million advance on her memoir Becoming, while the pair also negotiated a $50 million deal with Netflix to develop the program. In addition, the former first lady reportedly commands a speaking fee of $225 grand, and she and her husband are said to have a net worth of $135 million, all of which is fine with me. And I I normally am not an envious person. I try. I don't like envy. I try not to have have envy. I am envious of this property. Really? Uh, oh, I've been to the Martha's Vineyard. No, I just love don't, it. Don't get property envy. That's that's no. Unhealthy. But my point is, good for you, Barack. I'm glad you're making dough. And you bought the oceanfront estate. You are disqualified from telling me that you're worried about the oceans rising. I just wanted to reiterate. End. that. right. You but. just can't ever lecture me again. You you have. Uh, a gorgeous oceanfront property of 29 acres on the ocean in Martha's Vineyard you can't plausibly tell me that you're worried about the polar ice caps melting bang bang ba right <laughs> But he got he got that thing
1: at half what they were asking. Oh, that were is asking something. 22 to, mil. That's something to be envious. of. Maybe
2: about. he's a shrewd businessman. Uh, uh, I that's mean, think,
1: think about that. If that was something, uh, a house in our market, like uh, Three hundred thousand or one hundred and fifty. Oh my God! Can you imagine getting a three hundred thousand dollar house for a buck fifty? Yeah, but how much work do I got to do to it?
3: <laughs> well, <laughs>
2: well, in any it's event, a it's uh, a starter house. My eyes always open for the likes of Barack to uh, lecture me. You can't, sir. You are disqualified. Exactly. You are disqualified. Uh, not to mention, God knows what it costs to heat and air condition that place. Wow.
4: And again, that's fine. I More power to you. Just don't lay into the R- slobs out here. Rook, what would Chip and Joanna on HGTV done had they gone into this house and got it for half price? What do you think the protocol would have been? Tear out a fireplace. Yeah. Or
5: two. Yeah. They would, uh, they got the thing and then uh, they'd overcharge you about 30% and uh, <laughs> claim they don't have a television in their house. Only a two car garage in that dump, Such. Yeah, I was
2: surprised by that, but there's a barn. Yeah. They have he nice, won't be driving anywhere. They have outbuildings. Uh, Scott Matura in uh, Alaska, Alaska, Montana. Uh, do you know what it's called when we get two, th- two to three feet of snow here in the Gallatin Valley in southwest Montana? It's uh, just
4: a normal day, isn't it? Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tuesday. Yeah. Love that valley. Boy, the people in Duluth are wound <clears> up. A lot of the online comments I, I was great, seeing yesterday. I have
2: a great email. I'll do it right now. Such that really drive. Great email.
1: That drive from Bozeman to West Yellowstone, Big Sky, West Yellowstone. Yep. One of the
2: world's prettiest mm-hmm. drives. It follows the Gallatin River. Kenny, did I ever tell you uh, the only time I've been snow blowing was in Yellowstone? Snowmobiling. Snowmobiling. Yeah, you did tell me yeah. that. And I'd, I'd go look at a site and then say, let's go look at the next site. You know, who was, you know
1: who was one of the pioneers of off-trail backcountry riding? And mm. I hate to
2: say it. Mm. Jim Klobuchar. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He was one of the pioneers. Yeah, I think along with Jim Marshall. Yep. Dear Flashlight King and his merry court jesters. Hail you. I write to you from the shores of Lake Superior where I can see three ships in the big lake swinging at anchor and waiting for the aerial lift bridge to be freed from the icy coating the recent storm blasted it with and which has rendered it inoperable since Sunday. After listening to Tuesday's podcast, during which you all had trouble remembering the ski resort that serves as a gateway to our fair city, oh, yeah. Spirit Whoops. Mountain, as you uh, ultimately stumbled on, not Lutzen, which is 90 miles up 61. Matthew,
4: No, that was me. That was Chris. I wanted to share
2: a story of a GL neighborhood. After that, I have comments about the mayor and the mystery. On Sunday, we awoke to a winter wonderland, which in our yard amounted to a little more than two feet of snow. The flights of three of our kids had been canceled, but a few planes were still flying, so we decided to head to the airport and see what could be done about getting these offspring back to their various destinations. A friend of one kid called to say his driveway was impassable and could we give him a ride to the airport. We are GLers, and my husband and three boys are Eagle Scouts, so no was not an option. Since we have three evil SUVs in our fleet, confidence was high that we could make it. Four feet of drifted snow greeted us as the garage door opened, but no matter, my husband put the German-engineered car in reverse and floored it. It went about 10 feet and was stopped. Shovels were, <laughs> shovels were handed out, and everyone began to make their way up our 100-foot-long driveway. In the meantime, the kid's friend, another Eagle Scout, decided that he could make it to our house faster by walking than we would to his by driving and he was right very little plowing had as yet been done about halfway up the driveway two neighbors with snow blowers uh, and another with a john deere tractor uh, with a plow on the front appeared at the end of the driveway they plowed the length of our street from our driveway to the main road which was not plowed but passable if one worked carefully downhill and then came and plowed a path to the stuck car and beyond it to the garage even though our city leaders couldn't get the job done our street was finally plowed yesterday afternoon. We Duluthians just dig in and get the job done ourselves. I have heard many similar stories from friends around town. As for our Madam Mayor, she is a fully paid up devotee and member of the mystery. And not to be left out of the fun going on down there in the big cities. She's been adding staff to our bureaucracy as fast as she can. We are on a pace to rival Melvin Carter's cabinet. We have our very own sustainability officer and several other equally useless and expensive factotums. She was recently reelected by an embarrassing majority and told us in her election night speech that this win signaled that Duluthier on board with her agenda and priorities. Sadly, many are because they cannot link. This weekend's snow removal fiasco is the perfect example of this. While we were being asked to pay ever more in property and other taxes so that we can have a robust city government to serve us better, our Public Works Department has not been able to hire enough plow drivers or replace aging equipment. As a result, drivers were working 16-hour shifts, and by Sunday night, five plows went out of service due to breakdowns. It is an accepted belief here that any mayor of Duluth must get two things right in order to survive— One is keeping the unions happy, and the other is making sure streets are plowed quickly and efficiently during and after a snowstorm. Mayor Larson is the union's best friend and sugar mama, but has failed at the second task and went so far as to blame residents who drove on unplowed streets for making the job of snow removal harder. I guess we were all supposed to just wait at home until today when our betters would allow us to leave our homes. To add insult to injury, the lake walk was plowed with parks and recreation equipment before any streets were plowed, and that equipment was not released for the Public Works Department to use. By all means, all the sainted, environmentally pure walkers and bike riders must have their path cleared first because they are all going to be out there in the cold and two feet of snow. You wouldn't think that such a small city could have such a robust, our mayor's second favorite word after really, Byzantine bureaucracy, but our mystery-loving, officiously liberal masters are working hard to make sure no aspect of our lives is not regulated by their beneficent wisdom. Why only last week they passed a five-cent fee on plastic bags and crowed about the fact that they were falling in line with the cities. My husband grew up here and we moved back almost 25 years ago. And I can say with certainty that this is not the worst storm we've had just in those years, not to mention the sense winds. But it is the slowest and worst city response we've seen. One of the reasons we chose to come here from Dallas over the cities where I grew up was because it was more sane, down to earth and well-run than the cities and we didn't wanna trade one big liberal city for another. Until very recently, this has worked out well for us. Sadly, the mystery has migrated north and no matter how much we push back, we are in a small minority doing so. One final note, the schools in most of the area were closed Monday and Tuesday, including UMD and the College of St. Scholastica mostly because of the number of streets that were unplowed and impassable. UMD students, in a neat bit of ultimate snow flakiness, actually started a Change.org petition to beg for more days off school because it is unjust to hold classes with dangerous and stress-inducing conditions, such as having to dig out a car or gasp walk in the snow. <laughs> Given that we had just celebrated once again the Pilgrim's Thanksgiving for having survived their second winter after losing more than half their numbers to death the winter before, it really makes one wonder about the future of our great nation. This pampered and spoiled bunch are incapable of rising to the level of those who be, came before them and sacrificed so much to give us this legacy. God help us. Good luck. Kristen in Duluth, Minnesota. Now, I find her uh, email perfectly, perfectly captures what Garage Logic is up against. Most of us, most of the country... Are, are made up of Christians, for the sake of argument, mm-hmm. and her family, mm-hmm. and her kids. They sound like they're college age. Most of the country is made up of that. But we are governed by people who have no identity with Kristen, right. or me, or Kenny, or John, or Chris, yep. or Matt. Yep. We are governed. We have, we have surrendered that, and it's not working. And when is the day coming? Uh, she, she had a sentence here uh, that uh, was a bit hyperbole. Uh, were we supposed to? Uh, oh yeah, were we supposed to wait for our betters to uh, tell us when we could leave our homes? Right. Is it coming to that? It are we supposed going. to, from here on out,
4: when when Duluth gets two feet of snow, are the people supposed to just stay in the house and and wait? Well, you answered your own question in that email because the mayor said people that chose to drive on the roads yeah. made it impossible for the snow removal. I
2: think wow. there's I think there's great wisdom in this email insofar as she's capturing, however unintentionally, she's capturing exactly why there is a garage logic. Yeah. Because we're, we're up against a collective system of government that's living on its own parallel rail in the United States and doesn't have anything to do with us and, or our needs.
1: And that is why Trump won. Yep.
2: I guess. Yeah. You can say that. And that's why Trump got elected.
5: So, so go through the steps of a a major snow event is going to happen in Duluth. That's not a surprise. What's, why why couldn't they get together to say, we need to be proactive here. We need to. Well, we they weren't really... proactive,
1: Matt. The, the trucks and plows were old and decrepit, and because how many broke down? Seven five, of them. Five, five
5: of them. But but the point is,
2: uh, <clears throat> I can't speak to Emily Larson. I I don't know her, but I'm willing to take the resident's word for it that she's a mysterious. and it's unlikely that she wants to be mayor in order to keep the roads clean. No, she needs a sustainability. She, 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 and... she wants to be mayor mm. to tell people how to behave. Mm. And as a part of telling people how to behave, why would working be a priority for her? Why would people having to engage in commerce or capitalism be a priority for her when she has so many more important things she can accomplish by banning menthol cigarettes and tall sodas and five-cent plastic bags? That's
1: what I was going to bring up to you. Why in the hell are they mimicking what's going on down here? When most of the people that live there don't want to live in the Twin Cities. Stand up and be different. Minneapolis-St. Paul sucks. Yeah. Come on,
2: Duluth, <laughs> grow a pair. And 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 uh, we did, uh, I was commenting the other day that St. Paul put out a, uh, not a snow emergency, but an alert that we'll be plowing east, west streets yes. and north, south streets. Yeah. And they did. To no avail. avail. It was like plowing this. Right. Right. There was nothing to plow. And
1: Duluth, much like Minneapolis, at least, where the parkways and the bike paths and the walk paths always get done first, and they're always way better than the streets.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And they don't equipment share. Uh, Just uh, sheesh. But it's the continued idea of the vehicle itself is looked at, is scoffed at. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, whether I, I whether it's winter snow removal, whether it's uh, freeway construction... Uh, whether it's bike lane, well, I don't t- put freeway construction in there. You got to have freeway construction. My point being that it's almost that it's the vehicle itself is looked at as an inconvenience when dealing with the salon. I love the can-do attitude, though, of her, her husband, her boys,
1: and the neighbors, and everybody involved with the blowers and the tractor. Well,
2: we all uh, behave that way, and that's how America works. Right? But that's here, I how, I can that's even, how we do it. I can even <laughs> I can even synopsize her. Uh, Email. I can. I can condense it. Duluth gets hit by a two-foot snowstorm. The Kirsten family gets up in the morning, sees two feet of snow, and immediately starts thinking, "We got to get to the airport." Yeah. So they start digging in. The mayor wakes up and said, "Boy, there's a two-foot snowstorm. I wonder what I'm going to do."
3: Yeah. Right. (laughs)
2: Let's cancel everything and tell everybody to stay home. Someone get to the parks. It's just incredible. Just so you clear it enough for my big fat tire electric bike from EcoFun Motorsports. <laughs> Eco Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake on Highway 61, where right now, just in time for Christmas, there's $100 off all electric bikes, and that's on top of the end-of-the-year sales mm. currently available. $100 off all in-stock scooters. That's on top of the year-end sale prices. You might not be riding that scooter now, but once uh, spring hits, you'll turn every errand into an adventure and get about 75 to 80 miles to the gallon. 50 bucks off on uh, electric balanced dirt bikes for kids. Free ATV helmets with all gas, youth ATVs, great Christmas uh, gifts. And uh, don't forget the full line of Yamaha winter fun. Yamaha snowmobiles, side-by-sides, ATVs, great service department. Really a great atmosphere at EcoFun Motorsports. Did I say those scooters get 75 to 80 miles a gallon? You, you could probably get one that gets maybe up to 120 miles to the gallon. I, I would check it out. Just do, do your questioning up there. Put it in the garage, wait till spring, turn every errand into an adventure. Great Christmas gifts at EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake.
4: Hey, before we continue, I want to talk about 30 Bales Restaurant in downtown Hopkins. Uh, Todd and Tom are the owners there. They are longtime fans of Garage Logic, and they have a cool new spot. They have a great happy hour every day, excuse me, Tuesday through Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. A lot of $5 food offerings. All their tap beer is 5 bucks. walleye tacos. They've got a lot of really cool items on there. Also, their brunch is something you need to take note of, GLers. 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. on both Saturday and Saturday. Sunday. Their brunch menu is outstanding. And also for dessert, you need to try the uh, the Irish coffee. Well, I, I would imagine. It's cold-pressed coffee, a little Jameson, and a caramelized top that'll... Uh, That'll put you in a good mood for some football on Sunday. But anyway, check out their menu. Do it right now. Go to 30Bales.com. By the way, their lunch spot is also very good. 30Bales.com on 11th and Main Street in downtown Hopkins. When you run into Todd or you run into Tom, make sure you let them know that you heard about it on the GL Podcast.
2: Uh, during the break, uh, Johnny looked up the uh, voting results in Duluth, and Emily Larson won with seventy-one percent of the vote. And that's in twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. She won with sixty-four percent in twenty nineteen. Sixty-four percent in, in twenty nineteen latest election. So I'm going to revise the statement I made that said I said most of us in America are garage logicians. That's true, although those of us who are garage logicians would be in the minority in any fair-sized city. Without a doubt. Okay. Mm-hmm. And a, a and doubt. it's even worse the closer you get to the country's tallest
4: buildings. Johnny, yes. what was voter turnout in Duluth for that? Uh, do you have it
6: there? I do. I have the number. It doesn't have a percentage. Okay. Uh, the number of votes is, is not huge. So Okay. I, and
2: I, I and again, during the break, I was suggesting that the, the inevitable outcome of this is if, if she's getting 71, 61% of the vote, she has a flock in front of her who would be perfectly willing to acquiesce to her saying nobody can leave their house. And you said the words martial law. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't see people from Duluth being that way. I see people that
1: live up on the North Shore as being hardy individualists. To,
2: uh, and, well, not based on the voting results. Well, but
1: uh, to I get know, to Chris's
6: point It here, doesn't make sense. Uh, there's The population of Duluth is, is 86,000. Both those elections had about 20,000 people voting, so yeah, yeah. only a quarter.
1: Oh. All
2: right. Well, uh, oh. uh, just to put in perspective the idea of martial law not being that out of the question, uh Danish academic, the UN might use military to enforce climate agenda. I saw this story. The United what? Nations may resort to military action against states that defy its mandates on global climate action, according to Ole Weaver, a prominent international relations professor at the University of Copenhagen. In an interview with ABC News in Australia, Professor Weaver... Cautions that what he sees as climate inaction might draw the U.N. into considering other means to ensure its goals are met, even if that leads to global armed conflict. Wow! Now, again, oh, oh. this is just a guy from the failed academy, but it's a bit eerie what he's forecasting, right. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Professor Waver says more resistance to change could potentially threaten democracy, although the U.N. would counter that. The end justified the means in much the same way countries like Greece had their debt crisis solutions forced on them by European Union bureaucrats in Brussels and Strasbourg. The United, State, the United Nations Security Council could, in principle, tomorrow decide that climate change is a threat to international peace and security, he said. And then it's within their competencies to decide, and you're going to do this, you are doing this, you are doing this, and this is how we're going to deal with it. He believes classifying climate change as a security issue could leave the door open to more extreme policy responses. That's what happens when something becomes a security issue. It gets the urgency, the intensity, the priority, which is helpful sometimes, but it also lets the dark forces loose in the sense that it can justify problematic means. The urgency, he said, could lead to more abrupt and essentially undemocratic action at the international level. Maybe this. Maybe I'm misinterpreting this guy. Maybe he's on our side. Sounds like he might Ma- be. Maybe yeah. he's warning that this is what could happen. OK, so this is a positive. Yeah. If there was something that was decided internationally by some more centralized procedure and and every country was told, this is your emission target. It's not negotiable. We can actually take military measures if you don't fulfill it. Then you would basically have to get that down the throat of your population, whether they like it or not. Wow. A bit like what we saw in Southern Europe with countries like Greece and the debt crisis. There were decisions that were made for them, and they just had to have a more or less technocratic government and get it through. Professor Waver made his predictions last month on the eve of the United Nations COP25 climate conference now underway in Madrid. Almost 25,000 delegates and 1,500 journalists have flown into the Spanish capital to attend the two-week-long meeting. cop uh, twenty-five will consider a wide agenda of global action, including implementing taxes on developed countries to transfer wealth to nations dealing with the cost of drought, floods, and superstorms made worse by rising temperatures. President Trump, God bless him, officially withdrew the U.S. from the Paris Climate Accord, accord which COP twenty-five is a continuation thereof. Okay, I have a question on that. Stop
1: right there. Is is that good or bad? For the as for the direction of this story, do we want to be involved in the UN so we can put the brakes on this or being not being in the UN having no control whatsoever? what where we're, do we want to be we're
2: still in the UN he just didn't sign on to the Paris Climate Accord because he said he was elected to represent the citizens of Pittsburgh, not Paris. This is merely a okay. means by the UN to redistribute the wealth of the United yeah, States. To gain more power. This, this has nothing to do with the environment, and I'm really tired of people who don't get that. And here's a professor, uh, failed academy or not, who is saying, look, folks, it could get to the point where the UN will exert such power, such arm-twisting, that if you don't do what they tell you to do, they'll, they'll enforce it militarily. Well, I have the same question then, Joe. Should we be in the U.N. or, or should we, we are not? in the U.N. I know, but you have
1: said repeatedly, along with many, many other people, that you'd like to see the United States
2: pull out of it all together. Absolutely, and then
5: ignore
2: ignore them and then have our own military protect us from them.
5: Okay. It was created to do what? What was their main goal when it was created? To suck us dry. They're here for one reason. They're here for one reason.
3: They're here
2: for one reason only. Uh, but
5: wasn't it peacekeeping and things like that and keeping it people was. in it, it, wasn't you know, it, it, war crimes? It, it, was,
1: it was
2: post-World War II,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: And then they just started to what? Gain want more power? They're a bunch of pompous, self-appointed virtue signalers. It's like a bond villain almost yeah
2: (laughs) so that's a long way from Duluth but you know you get a mayor like they have in Duluth and she seems to be fairly uninterested in the basics Uh, we have mayors in Minneapolis and St. Paul who are terribly uninterested in the (coughs) basics we keep electing people who want
4: to be important rather than be useful with the numbers that John threw out it it I think cemented what my opinion is on this. And I think a lot of people that aren't choosing to participate in the voting process are showing what they really care about politics in general.
6: Yeah, but 20%, they're, John. Or they're doing 20,000 20, 20, out of 86,000. I know both, a lot of elections. people that
4: are oh. GLers at heart that yeah. say, why would I? I'm not wasting my time to mess with this nonsense. Yeah, well, and that's and that's a shame because I think if, if that majority of people were to be more outspoken to go to the voting polls, there would be different results. Right.
5: But you have, uh, you tweeted out uh, about an hour ago, the state of Minnesota's got $1.3 billion of our money that they shouldn't have. We're supposed to be appeased by calling it a surplus. I retweeted, give it back, please. Tim Bergstrom retweeted that, forget the Rainy Day Fund. Gomer and Gertie McSixpack need that money for lottery tickets, casino trips, and Big Macs. Well, there you go. How can you, I mean, so there's that mentality, too. That's part of the 71% that Mm. keeps the mayor of Duluth in office. Do you recall just uh, that
1: utter
4: condens oh just horrible yeah wow well we had Bloomberg what did he say the other day Joe uh, we want to tax the take, poor take more money from the poor people so they don't they can
2: live longer by not buying the food and yeah. drinks I will not allow them to have I'm paraphrasing but that's uh, what he said yep. good plan yeah. uh, say uh, it's that season uh, 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 four four people went to UMass Medical Center University campus in St Vincent hospitals in Worcester on Monday. Uh, each of whom had uh, stuck their hand in the snowblower. That's oh, tempting. No. Yikes. It, it, I looked the other day. I was tempted, and I looked, but yeah. it was clear. Uh, it was stuffed with pine cones. That was the problem, mm. uh, including lacerations. Uh, and and so, <clears throat> again, everybody in GLers know this. Don't stick your hand in the snowblower. Uh, turn it off and use a broom handle or something. Have you ever used your
1: double-stage uh,
2: snowblower to blow leaves? It's no, fantastic. No. Really?
5: It's just, oh, it's just awesome.
2: Uh, but that reminds me, <laughs> didn't we talk to a guy? Oh yeah,
5: we had uh Sam something. Sam Smith Smithson. Smithson. Smithson? Was it Sam's? He got he, his uh He suffered well, a horrible injury. Can you find that? Uh, I'm sure we can find it. Well, let's leave. let's play that when we come back uh, because
2: okay. we're restarting a a positive Thursday segment where we're going to try to bring back a highlight from uh from the uh, ears of radio on GL. And uh, not that what happened to this fellow yeah, was positive. You you know, know, but it's, how
1: did he spin this and that? Did to he do... lose
2: a limb? Is that what you're no, saying? No, it wasn't let's, a limb. I, like, I can't remember oh, quite what it was. Yeah, yeah I know. He, he I know described exactly what it though. It was. I know exactly what it was. All right, well, let's come back was. and play that. Oh. <laughs>
0: Ricey here with the Canopy Group Facts. Number one, the Canopy Group writes more new business in one month than a captive insurance agent writes in three years. How is that possible? Let's share other facts to answer that question. Number two, the Canopy Group offers 16 different insurance companies, not just one. Number three, the Canopy Group offers combined single limit coverage, not split limit coverage. Number four, the Canopy Group offers only one one deductible at claim time, not two or three or four or more. Number five, at renewal, the Canopy Group shops your insurance with their 15 other companies Every year, captives can't do this because they have only one company. So, if you have your insurance with one of the captive agents, remember they don't have any other options for you. Call 800 967 3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com.
2: The Earth is not your mother. The
5: Joe Couture Show. Here we go, folks. You're looking for that perfect gift, right? Are you giving me the wrap-up sign before I even start? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) For the Garage Logician, uh, there is a perfect store to get all of your hat needs, athletic wear needs. It's a great old-school store right there in downtown White Bear Lake, and it's called The Minnesotan. Give the gift of nostalgia and tradition. Shop the Minnesotan for your Minnesotan. Give one-of-a-kind gift for that one-of-a-kind person on your list by the way. What? May I interrupt? I yield the balance of my time. To... It is irritating
2: to hear Rook refer to the GL pullover or the Minnesotan pullover as a quarter zip and then see, never mind, this is about the GL side. I thought it was about the Minnesotan. Oh, a- okay, and never and mind. I I'll get back to I that. I have
1: something else to say. Uh, I, I'm not driving up there. So you're, you better set me up with this uh, without driving up there. I'm, 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 not, I'm not driving up well,
5: there. Well, you can go to the Minnesotan.com there you go. so you Thank can you. order online and Thank tell you. them that the Rookie sent you. you. Celebrate the Minnesotan by giving gifts that celebrate and truly represent your Minnesotan through unique designs, great apparel, Rice Street Rockers, St. Paul, Washington, North Shore, State High School Hockey Tourney, Lake Calhoun, yes, they have Lake Calhoun with premium hoodies, zips, hats, and more for the entire family. The they Cre- got the Cretan shirts because i got to get two of them. The Cretanite, yes, that's a brand new one that's very hot right now. Joe get- is driving up there because he'll yeah.
1: never
2: find the website.
1: <laughs> He's not capable <laughs> of light, doing the It's website. in
5: White Bear. I think driving you can to find a White Bear is
2: not really a, a terribly long journey. (laughs)
5: And if you give them the right code right now, you will get a wonderful deal.
1: For $100, how many times do you cross the river
2: to get to White Bear? (laughs) (laughs) About 14
1: times. Minimum of four.
2: (laughs) Do not cross a river to get to White Bear. Smart boy. (laughs)
5: The crew at the Minnesotan makes gift-giving easy with delivery and packaging worldwide at theminnesotan.com. They'll ship it to you and them for free by entering the online code GL, just a capital G and a capital L, now through December 11th. Check out their flagship store in historic White Bear Lake seven days a week and experience a quintessential Christmas uh, with horse-drawn trolley rides, carolers, and more every Saturday eleven to three p.m. through Christmas. Online at theminnesotan.com. 158, 159. And that one fifty-eight, one fifty-nine. Years long. ago,
2: we uh, uh, were made aware of a fellow who suffered a, a heinous. Uh, a tragic uh, snowmobile, a yeah. snowblower accident. Yes. And uh, let's let's play some of well, that. Maybe not the whole thing.
4: Anus. <laughs> Anus. Anus. Hey, now. Hey, now. Sam?
2: Uh, yeah. Sam Smitson. Joe. You're up at uh, Key Watton. We understand. Uh, yeah,
7: we're up to uh, Key Watton.
2: We understand that you had a uh, terrible accident with a uh, snowblower, and for some reason, uh, I guess somebody up there called us, and we've... <laughs> We've uh, we've talked to uh we we've d- we've developed a friendship with a guy in Bemidji who lost his hand and good good enough for him it's back on successfully and what happened to you Sam?
7: Well, <laughs> I've been uh, uh taken quite uh, quite a ribbing from a lot of my uh neighbors up there. Yeah. And uh, it it's uh, <laughs> kind of a touch to talk about. But, You're a pipe uh, fitter. I'm a pipe fitter by trade. I've uh, mm-hmm. been about uh, 27 years and a union man, and uh, I uh, got myself into a little trouble.
3: What happened?
7: Well, working out there on the garage. Yeah. And the uh, snow come down, and uh, i got to get the blower uh, out. And uh told Jan I'd be out back uh, getting rid of some of the snow. And uh, she says, yeah, i go outside and crank up the blower, gas her up. And uh, had a little trouble uh, uh, picking her out of the garage.
2: Right? Big snow up there.
7: Yeah, big snow. You open the doors, falling all over, and uh, crank up the blower and uh, push her out uh, about three, four feet, and uh, the auger got uh, stuck. Uh oh. You didn't reach your hand in there, did well, you? Well, uh, you know, you know, you, you hear all these news reports of these people putting their hands in there and uh, getting uh, uh, ripped off, and uh, you know, I, I, I've been <laughs> doing this for I don't know how long's it been snowing I ain't not had a snow, I ain't had a snowblower forever, but I went out there and uh, and grabbed a broom and uh, tried to get rid of the ice, and nothing, nothing wouldn't move, so. Uh, Tried my hand real quick, you know, you real quick in there, in and out. Boom. (laughs) Move it there. In and out go. I still wouldn't move it. And uh (laughs) Lucky So I was leaning over.
5: Oh.
7: And uh I was trying to do a little rig thing so I could get her going, but uh, she wouldn't go, so I leaned over just a little more. Right. And uh it's a two stager. Yeah. (laughs) And uh unfortunately, uh she uh she ripped my jeans a little bit oh. and uh started tugging on my boy I don't know uh, my loins and uh and boom ouch
2: you're not telling me what i think you're telling me yeah
7: yeah huh it's uh, <laughs> uh took quite a ribbon from the from the fellas but uh well, oh, what, you go what? to the uh, hospital, they uh, Did repair you, it a little bit, and uh, you, you were come you,
2: back. So you were seriously, uh, you were wounded at that point?
7: <laughs> yeah. Sam. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't like to think about it, but, uh, you know, so you, what do you do? You pick her up, uh, run her inside, get a big eye. <laughs> kind of funny looking at that thing in the big eye, <laughs> let me tell you.
2: That would be uh... That would be a sight. Wouldn't
7: it? Yeah, you don't uh, you don't let a lot of people uh, well, the have ice would have tend to, to it. Yeah, because well, that would, boy
2: only the stories would spread then, wouldn't they? Because the <laughs> ice would
7: oh, ice her up a little shrink bit. Shrink it so. up and,
2: well, so <laughs> uh,
7: you know you laugh about it. No, but, uh, I'm not. I uh, I'm, I'm in fact right? I'm I'm, not, a, uh, I'm wincing. Oh, everybody talks about uh, you're gonna have kids, and boy, I got uh, I got three kids already. They're they're fine, but sure. uh, I don't plan on having uh, more kids, bit, so I'm all done with there. But
3: well, did they, boy,
7: first thing I think is, how am I going to go to the bathroom? You know,
3: stuff like that, right?
7: Sure. You know, I had uh, had a glass of a cup of coffee before, and uh, yeah. it's uh, well. It's now, were you
2: home alone at this time? At this point?
7: Oh no, Jenny, she was inside.
2: And then, what did she do?
7: Oh, she heard me scream. Right? You know, not uh, not in pain, but in uh, disbelief. You know, turned the thing off. Oh boy. <laughs> So she came out and uh, uh, she grabbed the broomstick. She thought I got my hand cut, right. but uh, I said, "No, oh. it's uh, not my hand." Worse than the hand. No, no she was. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, kind of funny when I think of her reaction back then, but it was not. Uh, wasn't pleasant, you know. You get yeah, uh, you make a mess. Was you don't in... want to make a mess in the garage. No. Uh,
2: was this in November?
7: Uh, this was early, uh, late November. Right. One of them. Uh, one of the big snowfalls we had there.
2: And uh, so now this, so the the surgery was successful. I hope.
7: Oh uh we'll, uh we'll find out here. They got me hooked up. I'm wearing a diaper right now. I one of the old, uh, 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 what do you call it? Depend. Yeah. I got those on, so I I'm not uh, allowed to handle it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it jam? Oh. oh, I never. Ever thought I'd say this, but no, not for a while, anyway. <laughs> oh, she's laughing. <laughs> oh, But it hurts. I'll t- you know, I'll tell you, it's not, uh, uh, I, I don't know what I'm going to go back to. Uh, the, the, the job, and the boys have called, and all the jokes. and uh, sure. uh, I'd like to thank all my friends for the cards, though. Right. Yeah.
2: I never heard of such an accident. But it, it was because it grabbed your trousers.
7: It uh, tugged on my uh, my trousers and started pulling them in and oh you're not gonna fight with it, so it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty good. Let it happen. You know, and you you hear all the uh
2: I'm sure you've heard the jokes and
7: Yeah, it's uh, it's all the jokes. I mean the uh, all the buddies are calling from the uh from the Union Hall or the V F W and sure. they're saying, Hey <laughs> <laughs> You know, you got it all or can you pick up peanuts with that thing? Or <laughs> if you get a new one? <laughs> well,
2: you—you certainly uh, I'm not taking it
7: anymore. No, you're
2: taking it well.
7: Uh, they got me on. I'm uh, taking some pills here. I'm a little more uh, serious. If it uh, I, uh, w- once the drugs wear off, right. But uh, well, you know, what are you? Gonna, what else am I going to do?
2: Sure, I mean you got. I can't
7: drink any beer because no. they're. You know, I got the diaper. Right. But, right. <laughs> you know, well, I old man uh, in the diaper. I feel kind of funny, but uh, boy, you, you feel really funny when you're heading to the hospital, and, sure, and it's in a riding with the wife, and uh, you're in the back seat and riding shotgun with her. Is you know, sure, you know,
2: <laughs> and she's doing this. I
7: bet, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, a lot of that. I she told me, I told that. you not to. Right? Why didn't you wait? Do we call the neighbor boy or call the grandkid? No, no, no. You uh, had to do it. Yeah, I got in a little trouble, but uh, yeah.
2: Well, uh, if typical though, uh, it seems like you handled it. Uh, you know, if, if something like that happened in the city, yeah, I just don't know what the reaction of a fellow oh. might be. But you're, are you in a uh, rural area?
7: Oh yeah, we're we're up north here. We're uh, I suppose <laughs> it's uh, central Minnesota to you. Uh, everybody yeah. in the cities always says north, but uh, it's really there's not cool. northern Minnesota. It's uh, <laughs> central Minnesota.
2: But I mean, there's no neighbors nearby.
7: I got a neighbor. Uh, we own about. Uh, I got a little hobby farm. My my trade is pipe fitting, but right. uh, uh, I got about uh, maybe fifteen twenty acres. But right. uh, the guy next to me, uh, he's got about uh, about two hundred, and he, uh, he he farms the land, and he.
2: Now, did they have? Uh, but,
7: uh, uh, he uh, wasn't home at the time.
2: Did they have a? Speci- Thank God,
7: or I'd still be hearing the jokes. Sure.
2: Did, it, did it, were you fortunate enough to have a specialist, or did you just? Uh-
7: well, I think what you do is you. Do, we went to the. Doctor. I don't remember much after I, you know, blacked out. She uh, yeah. picked it up and said, "What?" I kind of came to her. She said, "What?" I said, "What happened?" She said, "Look." Yeah. She <laughs> holds up the bag. And yeah.
3: <laughs> oh
7: boy! I was out uh, oh. for about uh, I don't know, maybe about six hours.
3: Holy <laughs> smokes!
7: Yeah, and the uh, I uh, went to the doctor and he says, "Hey." Uh, you might be a little out of my league here. So
3: right, he, but he uh, took a shot he, at it.
7: He took a little shot at it, and uh, you know, I don't know if it's shoddy, work what on the, the ship or not. But uh, was it? Is it? We'll find out. I mean, yeah. is it? Uh, I sewed her up, and uh, no, <laughs> I told him no staples. No, uh, that you know, was ouch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that uh, I said you can sew her up pretty good. And even Jan, you know, she's uh, pretty good with the sewing machine, and she right. said I could <laughs> help. And he said I got it here. Yeah. No.
2: And you were out during this, uh,
7: oh yeah, yeah, uh, not uh, even if I was out uh, was uh, not out i'd uh, I'd request uh some To be type out of, <laughs> yeah, yeah, wouldn't yeah, you yeah wouldn't you yeah sure, well, you know I would it <laughs> 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 hurts when I laugh I bet yeah
2: it hurts me thinking about it.
7: Well, uh, uh, there wouldn't be anything I'd recommend no, I, I, uh, go through. You now no,
2: you're not anticipating a lawsuit or anything like that.
7: Oh no! No, oh, This no. is just an it, uh, accident. Uh, I think uh, uh, people a uh, little responsibility for people. Uh, sure. yeah, it was my own fault for uh, you know getting into the business and a so little trying to speak. trying to, write, trying to uh, you know rig the thing up to to get the, to get it's the ice. auger dinghy or whatever it is going auger auger right and uh and uh, just did didn't it, work out for did me. it
2: did it fly out to shoot or
7: <laughs> uh actually uh it uh okay, <laughs> it, no, no. <laughs> yeah. once it uh it was kind of funny because I, I got trapped in there and uh I ripped at my uh jeans right and uh we'd shut her down uh, jan, jan- came out and, and uh, shut the machine down and uh and uh you know a lot of times it'll have that little burst of energy right. So they I didn't the injury. Right. Uh, literally. It uh it uh, spit her out once that uh little little spot of energy and they were both standing around looking at, it, and at each went, other huh? and, and uh just kinda like <laughs> that popped right out of their chute there. And I chuckled at first, but it uh I wasn't laughing later on. Jan Jan uh Jan was worried, but I could tell when she was turning around she was uh, smiling.
2: But it so it... She fetched
7: it though. Oh yeah, well uh, riding with snow. We had to dig around, kinda of like she were looking for the medallion down <laughs> in the uh, winter carnival, but uh, it wasn't in no dove box. So <laughs> I'm uh, glad you can have fun with this. Well oh. it's uh it's uh, uh, a burden, but uh, well, uh you know, I, again as I said I you'd... I got my I got my own self into it.
2: No, I understand that. Did you? I suppose the word spreads in a small town. You did. Well, yeah, it, you uh, didn't
7: advertise. No, this. once you uh, once, once you a- call for uh, you know nine one one or uh, you- actually it's not nine one one. We're in a rural area, so we just call the sheriff and they will uh, uh, dispatch an, a- an ambulance. And, and we did that. But uh, uh, word uh, word travels pretty fast. Sure. And uh, I had some calls, and uh, the jokes didn't come in till the day after. But uh, right.
2: But once they knew you were going to
7: be all right. Once they knew that uh, I was going to be okay. The, uh, all the, uh, and I've heard them all. You know what did, uh, what did Sam do? Well, I won't go into them. Right. But uh, I'm sure you you know them all.
2: I, I well, I can imagine. I, I how just...
7: does a how does a one-handed man count as change? And, <laughs> right. that kind of thing. You know, I don't know if you've seen that one.
2: Well, actually, I
7: have. That's uh, pretty. Well, that was me. <laughs> but I an old VFW. I didn't train. have, but the only deal, I just didn't have to put my arm in my sleeve. Right. Yeah. Right.
2: I think I can. Okay. Boy, that was
1: a tough one. I wonder yeah. what he's up to these days, <laughs> yeah, how that thing's working for
2: him. I had, yeah, he I, hadn't tested it out You know for what? Old... I'm not going to that well again. Well, <laughs> <A little> test <laughs> drive.
4: <laughs> you know, it's amazing how he, he didn't want the, the word to spread in town, yet he called into a major market uh, talk show. That is Well, we tracked him down, though. Oh, that's, that's uh, true. Yeah,
5: we did track him down. But here's a, here's the story.
4: email I started it incorrectly
2: read, thinking it to, regarded the Minnesotan. No, it doesn't. Uh, Joe, are you still fact-based, or is it close enough? It's just irritating to hear Rook refer to the GL pullover as a quarter zip and then see half zip on the GL webpage. Somebody is right and somebody is not. Still and all, a nice-looking pullover. Good luck. Uh... Let's look at it. These things don't bother me. Uh, Good luck from uh, Michael. Uh, He's talking
4: about the GL gear. There you go. And you can get to it by? Going to garagelogic.com. Easy enough. It usually sits at a banner ad right underneath the current day's posting. I also have provided links to the GarageLogic Twitter account, and it's embedded on the GarageLogic Facebook page. On this positive Thursday, (laughs) let's come back with John Height.
1: can't hear, it. The can't hear it can't hear it can't hear it joe Sushoy. do it That's over talking do it over that was he's a, a tough
6: board out that was a bad mix he's a board out critique i know he is i like that bump a lot <laughs> is that you and dylan no it's just dylan oh. dylan did the whole thing well here's john height why thank you joe uh before we get to news let me uh Uh, Tell you about the Fret Club. There's a new edition out today uh, on the uh, Fret Club uh, not website, but on the podcast one. It plopped today. It plopped today. Yes, Kenny, that's correct. Uh, It's Fret Club number three. Uh, uh, This one is a fun one. It's a guy who's uh, boy. He's he's about as talented as you can get. Vince Gill who, of course, has become a country superstar. But he's not only a country superstar, uh, he's a brilliant guitar player can play anything. Isn't uh,
2: he touring with the Eagles?
6: Uh, he is touring with yep. the Eagles, yeah. That's the one strike against him. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I said that for Kenny, actually. Yeah. Kenny's sake. Oh, they don't bother oh, me.
2: man, I hate the Eagles. They don't bother me.
6: But uh, uh, in the interview, there's a lot of interesting stuff. Really funny story about him and Eric Clapton. Uh, we're not going to tell you about that. You'll have to listen for that, about them uh, playing together on a cut and uh, guitar players being neurotic and about their sound and how they both were neurotic but didn't realize it. Uh, but what we're going to tell you about is I asked him about uh, how come you're such a good guitar player in all kinds of music, and uh, here's what he had to say. You know,
3: mm-hmm. um, I just liked it all. I really did. You
7: know, I feel like kids are sponges. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I, you know, my experience was I learned as much as I could and then spent the next 40 years trying to forget a lot of it. But... <laughs> And then weed it out and
6: edited out and, and whatnot, but it's all it's all in there somewhere. <laughs> There's a, a, frog, a frog part there, Chris, that we skipped somehow. About he talked about learning Hendrick stuff, and but anyway. He, he knows a lot. Well accomplished. Yes. Yeah, so he, he, he sounded he a little uh, uh,
4: like he had a stumble
6: on. That's the tape, I, a little tape issue. See, we remember we recorded these for, uh, you know. And this leagues, interview went you
4: know, back to 2011, well before 2011. he started uh, recording, yeah. or not recording, but touring with the Eagles. Yes. Yeah, so
6: 2011, yeah. the uh, Guitar Slinger album. It was in uh, coordination with that album. That's what the interview was for. Uh, but uh, we talked about a lot of stuff. It's about a half hour interview so. But I John's right, the it.
4: very end when he when he's talking about the Clapton thing is
6: really cool. It's, and it's so if you're a guitar player you will identify immediately with that story because we're all neurotic about our sound. So uh, anyway, give that a listen. The Fret Club and it's at podcast1.com or you can just go to GL actually and where it says more shows. Click on the Fret Club uh, link and you can get there. So thanks for listening to that one. In news, after being stuck in the down position for more than two days, the aerial lift bridge is working again. That's in Duluth, of course. City spokesperson Kate Van Dale said it will reopen this morning, Thursday morning. The bridge, the door to Duluth's port, was weighed down by ice, which crews worked to remove Tuesday and Wednesday. The closure, a costly inconvenience for shipping companies who have to take a longer way in and out of the harbor through the superior entry if the bridge isn't working. Blake Carriers Association spokesperson Eric Peace said, "Since that channel is also shallower, ships have to carry 6,500 fewer tons at a time." Peace said he was not aware of such a lengthy lift bridge outage happening before in the city. I have of a Duluth. dumb question. Yeah, yes, I've got sir.
1: one too. Are we still shipping? Yeah, we, we, we. It goes on until everything's frozen up, right?
2: Well, oh, man, I wouldn't have wanted to have been out there the other day. Well, my,
1: okay. my dumb question is, so you've been on this ship. Where, where did it come from? You know, we, we don't know. The Middle East, yeah. so, so, the other side of the world, right? Okay. And your final destination is Duluth, and you're going to get off that ship, and you're going to cut loose, right? Okay. You're going to kill a few brain cells. You're sure. going to get your stumble on, etc., yeah. etc. et cetera. Et cetera. Yeah. Yep. How much must it suck to sit out there, and look at your final destination, and not be able to go in. Do they have? Uh, do they have little boats they can Mercy, get on? Mercy suit?
2: ships? Yeah. No.
1: No. No. W- no. What, tenders, I think they're called. Do they
2: have sure. a tender they I, can I, lower down? I, I, and I doubt it. Paddle all, in, and uh, all hands would have been needed to uh, to berth the thing once again. That's what Kenny's saying. All yeah. hands would have been needed. Right. Yeah. All hands. All
1: hands. All hands on deck. Well, but something like that.
2: <laughs> yeah.
6: One person <laughs> taken to the hospital, nearly 200 people forced from their apartment building in Minneapolis after a carbon monoxide scare. The Chateau Student Housing Co-op in Dinkytown consists mostly of student housing. About 200 people evacuated around 11 o'clock Wednesday night. Firefighters said they went door to door to make sure nobody was inside the building as they investigated. Crews said when they got there, they found one worker in the basement who had been exposed to high levels of colorless, odorless gas, carbon monoxide, that person sent to the hospital expected to be okay now, firefighters said and they weren't uh, very specific here they just said they found a machine running in the basement that was emitting carbon monoxide filled a
4: stairwell and spread throughout other parts of the building hasn't been a good run for minneapolis apartment complex a oh.
1: machine you mean like a, a like a briggs and stratton or something we, yeah we don't know they or just a generator said machine,
6: just a machine that's all they said in the huh. press release No one else was hurt in the incident. Residents were not allowed back into the apartments for a few hours until firefighters gave the all clear. From the Star Tribune, a Minnesota district judge ruled Wednesday that former Miracle on Ice U.S. Olympic hockey player Mark Pavlich is mentally ill and dangerous ordered him committed to a secure treatment facility. uh, Sad
1: story. Joe, you can turn this around and make this a positive for us, can't you? Yeah, he's getting help. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we should dwell on here with Mark. This probably will not hurt
6: anybody again. The 61-year-old Pavlik of Lutz in Minnesota will get another hearing in February to determine whether he should remain committed for an indeterminate period of time. He faced criminal charges that he beat a friend with a metal pole in August after a day of fishing. Charging documents alleged he had accused the friend of spiking his beer. The friend suffered cracked ribs, a bruised kidney, fractured vertebrae, as well as bruises. Judge Michael Kuzo found Pavlik incompetent to stand trial, concluding based on an expert report that he was incapable of taking part in the defense due to mental illness or deficiency. Two clinical psychologists who examined the former hockey star found Pavlik to have post-traumatic stress disorder as well as other conditions, according to the judge's order. Both found he lacked insight to his mental illness and opposed treatment. They considered him to be mentally ill and
2: dangerous. He was always a terribly... The word iconoclastic fellow, yeah. He was always, uh, I'll leave it at that. He was always different. Has the NHL acknowledged or are, are,
1: are they helping out at all here? Uh, what's the NHL doing? Uh, because this obviously happened.
2: I mean, this is a hockey I, I would think that they are helping.
1: Yeah, I don't know if they have an
6: agreement though. I don't think they do, like the NFL. I know the NFL. Well, didn't the they CTAs settle CTAs with Bugard? Wasn't there a yeah. settlement with yep. his
4: family? Yep. Yeah.
6: house speaker nancy pelosi announced on thursday she is asking the house judiciary committee to proceed with drafting articles of impeachment against president trump saying the president leaves us no choice but to act pelosi said in a statement at the capitol that the facts of trump's alleged wrongdoing involved ukraine are uncontested she began her statement citing deliberations between the founding fathers with regards to impeachment said there was never any intention in the u.s for one person to be a king the announcement came one day after the House Judiciary Committee held its first hearing in the inquiry, in which three of the four witnesses argued that Trump committed impeachable offenses, including in his campaign to pressure Ukraine to investigate the Bidens. The three scholars were called by witnesses uh, as witnesses by the Democrats, while the fourth, a Republican witness, said impeachment was not warranted at this time.
2: I agree with Trump when he said, if you're going to do this, let's go. Do it. I want this done fast so we can go back to work. Let's do it. Impeach me. Let's have the trial. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's get it done. Yeah, That's because he knows once it gets to the Senate, it won't matter. Right,
5: but he's he's got a great point. Get this over with. Let's do some work here. Uh, according to USA Today article in November 12th of 2018, NHL and retired players reach a 19 million dollar concussions settlement. Oh, okay. So, they, so, with more than 300 retired
4: 19 players, 19 million for the entire league.
5: 300 retired players who sued the league and accused it of failing to protect them from head injuries or warning them the risk is involved. So, if you Point. weren't
1: in that lawsuit, yeah. you don't you're, get you're anything. So correct. Much. So, Mark
5: probably.
6: We, we he may have been.
5: We
1: don't know. Right. Yeah. Been
6: a lot of paranoia recently, especially in this room, about smart TVs.
1: Yeah. No, that's justifiable paranoia.
6: I think you're wrong, but let's read the story, shall we? Oh, you're sap. Smart TVs are sets that connect to the Internet, making it easy to stream videos from services like Netflix or Amazon. A Consumer Reports investigation found that all smart TVs can collect and share significant amounts of personal data about the viewers. Give me their rabbit ears. And so can the (laughs) dozens or even hundreds of third-party apps that work with the platforms.
2: I unplugged Those? that damn thing in the house. What's it called? The round thing? Google? Yeah. Uh, hey, Google? Or Alexa? Alexa. Alexa. Uh, but yeah, you're still talking. You know into, why? They
1: listen to you. you. Of course they do. Yeah. But you're still talking into your remote, yeah. and you've got a smart TV. Uh, I guarantee you that thing's hooked up to the internet. And all that. No, mine is not.
5: Mine is not. The Alexa at his house? <laughs> I'm going to go watch that Bridges documentary again. I'll be in the garage.
6: These concerns are receiving lots of media attention this holiday shopping season because an FBI office in Oregon issued a warning saying that some smart TVs are vulnerable to hacking and that a number of TVs have video cameras built into them. John, you're not dumb. I can't
1: believe you scoff at this notion. Yeah, but you know what? Can you're I the ca- finish? You're the, sto- the kind of dumb American that Russia is looking for. Yep.
2: Let's let John. No, there's finish a lot the of story. those though.
1: <laughs> Most of them
6: are in. Government. finish Sorry. the story
4: finish the story
6: <laughs> but a lot of the concerns on that warning have already been taken care of for instance built-in cameras largely eliminated from all new televisions consumer reports labs haven't seen one in any of the hundreds of new tvs they've tested in the past two years so the camera thing eh,
1: no longer exists i would hang a towel over it
6: well security problems duct that tape That consumer reports found and reported on two years ago have been addressed. Uh, Samsung, for instance, fixed a vulnerability that could let hackers take control of your TV after Consumer Reports contacted the company about the problem. The only problem left now is what's called Automatic Content Recognition, or ACR. That collects data on what you watch, gives you recommendations on what to buy, or programming that they think you might want to watch. That can also be disabled if you want to. It's kind of a pain in the ass. Lumberjacks.com. <laughs> if you're one of the paranoid. So don't worry about your TV Shirtless, getting. Shirtless Lumberjacks.com. <laughs> Hot Lumberjacks.com.
1: No, no, not me. I was hey, yeah, not Must have you. been the wife. I don't know. <laughs>
6: <laughs> don't worry about your TV getting video of you or audio. It's no longer.
1: Yeah,
4: a I, I'm not buying it. I'm not so, buying John, it. you don't you don't think that having a whether it's an Alexa device or whatever inside your home, you don't you don't think that that device is gaining information then using two it two Alexas, mm-hmm. and you don't think that that it's thing... gaining
6: information. Yeah, I don't sure. care though. And
4: you don't think things like Facebook. But well, by the way, visit the GarageLogic Facebook page. You don't think things like ah. Facebook are gathering information? Certainly. Okay. I, I, gar- I do care about that information.
6: So when I go on Facebook, I see ads for guitars.
4: Mm-hmm. I don't care because I'm mm-hmm. online all mm-hmm. the time. So you also don't think that that's a that's not going to be used against you inside your own home How? via your smart tv oh, you guys will. are
1: you guys are it foolish will. you're such boobs i guarantee you that somebody's using that microphone in your remote to listen to every word you say sugera
2: i say the crown uh-huh. Then I start hitting buttons to get to the right here episode. Here comes a nice yeah. glass with ice.
6: <laughs> yeah. the, right. mortal, words, <laughs> mortal words of Paul Simon. You should curb your drinking. Paranoia strikes deep in the
4: heart. That's fine. I'll I'll be glad to wear the, 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 the hat of you you Barclay you know Springfield. I don't know the, a Luddite who doesn't even have the internet, internet. John, seriously, why do you think I do not? It's because of this reason. That's why I don't okay. have internet in my home. I have internet right here on my phone when I need it. And that's not gathering any info either. Of course it in. is. But it's not spying on my family. Neither does... Uh-huh. Oh, come on mm-hmm. I can't stand it.
2: Yeah, I can get pretty far out there, but I'm not really worried. If somebody knows what show I'm watching, I don't care.
1: I turn my uh, I turn my router off when I'm not on the internet. It's off and unplugged. Really? Yeah. Okay.
6: All right, then. Looks like the holiday season will stretch a bit longer for Nissan employees in the United States. However, the employees won't be getting paid. Motor1.com received a tip that the automaker is planning to shut down U.S. operations for two days in January, effectively forcing the workers to take time off without pay. Nissan says it will remain closed January 2nd and January 3rd. They released a statement saying to optimize business performance and competitiveness... Nissan North America will implement two office closure days in the U.S. Nissan dealers, though, will operate as normal. Apparently, the reason for all this is they're uh, having some money problems. They'd like to save some money. That uh, 14,500 people who won't get to work those two days should save them some money. The concern, uh, supported by Nissan's 2019 sales, which fell 15% in November compared to November of last year. Nissan proper down 13.3%. And its luxury Infiniti brand down 33% from November to November. For the year Nissan Group sales in the U.S. down 7.8% compared to last year. In California, Antioch, California police are searching for a woman who witnesses say intentionally drove her car into a barber after she was dissatisfied with her son's haircut. The crash happened about 3.45 on Wednesday afternoon. The suspect reportedly was causing a scene outside the shop, apparently dissatisfied with the haircut her son had just received. The barber went outside to record her license plate number. The woman at that point tried to run him over. The barber was knocked into the store's glass windows, breaking them. He sustained major leg injuries. The 63-year-old transported to a local hospital. At that point, the car took off. Although police know who she is because the barber got the license plate. They're looking for 28-year-old Ruby Delgadillo of Brentwood. She fled the scene in a Toyota Prius.
2: Uh, Let's put that story in perspective. (coughs) Yeah. She is the only mother who did that. All of the other mothers of children who got haircuts yesterday did not drive into the barbershop. That's
5: true. That's the... Positive Thursday. Thank you. It's a positive, positive Thursday. Thursday.
6: There, <laughs> I want a positive spin on this one. All right. Yep. Papa John's locations in South Korea are now offering the American hot dog pizza, featuring a frankfurter embedded into every slice. Nope. I'm going uh, with Mancettis. Yeah. Available for a limited time, American hot dog pizza comes topped with a chili sauce, mozzarella cheese, cheddar potato mousseline, onions, parsley, and relish and mustard sauce. <laughs> Despite its name, however, the new Papa John's American hot dog pizza appears to only be available in South Korea. Well, you want the positive?
1: Sure. It's only available in South Korea. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'd, I'd give that a go. are yeah, well, going really? South Korea yeah, I'd give it a run. Have you guys ever cut up uh, hot dogs and put in your SpaghettiOs? Of course. Oh, of course. Everybody's repulsive. What? I think that's everybody's a, that's a, done that's that. That's an
5: American staple. Just, yeah, everybody's yeah. done
1: that. Yeah. Just
5: SpaghettiOs, though. I mean, that's... What? That's third oh, grade. Oh, oh. How about macaroni and cheese? You've done that. Of course. Eggs. Of course. Okay, eggs. Scrambled eggs. And hot dogs? Yep. Never nope. done that. Nope. It's a Bob Mikulski special. Mom's not here tonight. We're having scrambled <laughs> eggs and hot dogs. And he thinks he's a gourmet. My dad thought he was a gourmet chef. Well, now we know where you got it. <laughs> From <laughs> Forbes
4: Magazine, May 16th of 2019. Oh, Clear
1: your throat. <clears> throat> Was,
4: why Amazon Alexa is always Alexa. listening to your okay. conversations and providing analysis. Yeah, okay. You want me to forward this to you, John? I know the I, story.
6: We were talking about TV. Send it to him. He'll yep. read it for us tomorrow. The information mm-hmm. story I was correct about. Yeah. I, had, I said nothing about Alexa. If well,
2: you're in your house talking about your dog, the next thing you'll see is an ad for dog food. Mm-hmm. Yep. Welcome yep.
4: home, comrade. <sighs> you guys are such idiots.
5: Welcome uh, <laughs> uh, home, Conrad. Christmas time. Comrade.
4: Even if you don't use the wake word, Alexa, actually, it's going to gather information I, anyway. Did, okay. Did, did you I know say, wear
5: those underpants two
6: say, days in a row, comrade? Did I say yeah. one word about Alexa in
4: that story? No. It was about smart TVs. And why wouldn't a smart TV possess the same technology? Hey, comrade, take a shower. Sometimes Chris drives me nuts. I'm sorry, Chris. Pick up Sometimes. the phone, make a
1: call. I've uh, I, I'm let's changing. get back to America. <laughs> back I'm going to change the uh, direction of this show right now, and I want to talk about a brand new client in conjunction with Positive Thursday, that being Schoonover Bodyworks and Glass. Up in Shoreview. They are our one-stop family-owned third generation body shop, and they have single-handedly brought back Positive Thursday. You guys, y'all know how positive Thursday works, right? We throw some really, really bad news at Such. He turns it around on us. Next thing you know, it's a positive. Same deals happening with Mike Schoonover. The bad news here, you were in a crash. The good news, thankfully, you have a choice. And it's more than just the few options your insurance company wants you to take. You have options, and you have choices. And when you choose Schoonover Body Works and Glass, you are choosing one of the best, one of the highly rated repair shops in the Twin Cities that will absolutely go to bat for you with your insurance company. And you know what your insurance company wants you to do? They just want you to settle for the most minimal repairs at the lowest cost possible. Mike Schoonover, this is why I love the guy, he's going to handle the insurance company companies for us isn't that right mike tell please tell me you're going to handle the insurance company for us mike that's right kenny thank you how are you going to do that
7: well hey kenny it's uh it's um it's a new world out there and all these cars are got more whistles and bells on them now and they need to be uh it appropriately, so you can't uh, you can't cut corners when you're doing that.
1: It's not just as simple as throwing in a brand new windshield with today's technology, is it? There's a whole long process involved, and it takes a while, doesn't it?
7: Absolutely, you got to calibrate cameras and lane departure systems, and uh, if you don't do it right, you're gonna you're gonna hurt somebody or you're gonna get hurt yourself.
1: I don't care what you have to do as long as you, A, do it, and B, please take care of my insurance company. You guys have been in business for 80 years. You're consistently rated as one of the top, the number one body shops in the metro. GLers, we have a choice. Our choice here at Garage Logic, Schoonover Body Works. Yes, they do have a a, a, a website, and it's really simple, com. I have a
2: 1980 MGB. Oh, that'd be easy to replace the glass on. Right. No, not necessarily, but here's the point I was going to make. There's more technology in the sun visor of a 2018 vehicle, right? Than there is in any car made I in mean, 1980. Th- think about it. I mean, you have your garage door button is on your visor.
1: You have sensors all the way around these vehicles and in the windshield. It, it's no easy task anymore. And thank goodness we've got Schoonover up in uh, Shore.
4: And actually, when I was calling Mike, he also did confirm that the TV is listening to you.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, he did. Okay, <laughs> he's listening to us on the TV. Right.
2: <laughs> my mic's on
1: yep. yeah so careful uh, clean it up clean it up are you rolling so clean it up the earth is not your mother hey. the joe suture show that was a perfect mix reavers Thank you, good Daddy job on. christopher four
2: three not, ne- not necessarily two. unrelated items one of which i will be able to make positive mm. these are stories to suggest and corroborate my contention that uh uh, the mob of Mysterians is attempting to completely change every nature of American culture. First, Chris Pratt, the actor, forced yeah. to publicly apologize because he was drinking out of a oh plastic water bottle. Yeah. Not uh, I'm not going to dwell on that because I really don't care about movie actors. But, Although, but did you see who called him out? Yes. Thank you, Kenny. Some guy? No, a, a fellow actor. Yeah. 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 And see, the club the way, doesn't
4: allow you now. The club doesn't allow you to drink out of a plastic water bottle. No, but but what, why? Why Kenny pointed this out is our friend Alyssa Algren found a photo of that guy drinking out of yeah. a oh. disposable water bottle. <laughs> yeah.
1: And she, uh, what did she say? I'll just leave. I'm this gonna here. leave it her right here. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, who was the guy? Manolo? It doesn't matter. It's I don't know who. Manamana. Yeah. Ma- mo- Momoa. Somebody named Momoa. Yeah. yeah. Our cat's one. Uh. Number two. Art. Some Cambridge University students have lost their appetite over a 17th century oil painting that hung in the dining room of the school, and now the museum that loaned it out, as well as PETA, are commenting. The painting by Fleming artist Franz Snyders, called The Fowl Market, F-O-W-L, depicts a butcher standing among several dead animal carcasses and seeming to prepare a series of fowl to eat while the dog begs to get into the shop. After reported complaints from vegetarian and vegan students, it was removed from Hughes Hall Dining Room last month. The exhibition curators agreed to remove the painting, citing contemporary concerns about our relationship with food. The controversial painting was on loan from the university's Fitzwilliam Museum, where it has since been returned and placed on display as part of the Feast and Fast, the Art of Food in Europe, 1500 to 1800. Uh, while perhaps incredible and indeed offensive, to modernize all these birds and beasts were available for consumption by wealthy diners across early modern Europe and made evident in Fran Snyder's gigantic workshop copy of The Foul Market. I don't care. They're going to go after art. We sure are afraid of history, aren't gonna we? Going to go after art. We're just so afraid of history. I'll um, save this to last, because that's the one I can make positive.
1: Go Beep. after
5: art. Disney was changing movies. Remember portions of their movies so it would not be offensive. Pete Buttigieg uh, is getting slammed
2: by LGBTQ activists because he has dared uh, to support the Salvation Army. And the LGBTQ activists have called out Buttigieg, who I believe is gay. Yes, yes. He he's married to a guy. Yeah. Uh, they say he's, he's <laughs> a bad dude because he's uh, supporting the Salvation Army. So no matter how much good work the Salvation Army does... The, uh, the mob will not allow you to uh, acknowledge them because apparently they don't share every whim and whimsy of the LGBTQ, community. <laughs> are, they, they're kind of a, are they a faith-based yes. institution?
1: Yes, 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 yes. But they've saved—how many lives have they saved? Quite homeless. a few lives. It doesn't lives. make any difference to this they've, foul mob. How many people have they helped turn around, mm-hmm. give work to,
2: give places to live to? Oh my god apparently they've had uh the salvation army has a history of discriminatory actions against the gay community uh i i i I doubt that uh it what i doubt is that they were intentionally mean-spirited i don't doubt that their faith beliefs might have uh entered into some of their decision making uh in any event buddha judges uh
5: Am I gay enough for you?
2: (laughs) This one, believe it or not, I can make positive. Was there Uh, any reaction from Chick-fil-A about Pete's Pete's donations? A long-held Christmas tradition in the heart of Georgetown, Delaware, is ending this year. I'm going to tell you why in a moment. The new town policy banning unattended displays means the annual nativity scene... Depicting the birth of Jesus will no longer appear in the town's circle, according to WBOC. We have a beautifully decorated Christmas tree in the center of our light poles. All speak of the Christmas season. I think the nativity season falls within that, said uh, Charles, uh, Charlie Kosky, owner of Chardon LTD Jewelers. I think it's important that these symbols represent the faiths of everyone <laughs> that's going to be celebrating at this time of year. But the town banned the nativity scene. Uh, there have been and and, uh, it, and they're banning it, uh, and here's the ray of hope or the positive part. They're not banning it. Uh, they're banning it because they believe it constitutes a safety
4: hazard. Huh? Yeah,
2: they oh, believe so. that. A, oh, a big wind could come up and the Blessed Virgin could get oh, lifted off okay. the ground and smash into yeah. a spectator. That's
4: their guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost yeah, like yeah. May, uh, Wayne Mainway. Yeah. Oh, I got stabbed yeah, yeah. in the yeah. eye <laughs> with a nerf ball. Baby Jesus. <laughs> right. If the
2: wind kicks up and there's not anyone there and stuff blows out into the traffic lane. That's what they're saying. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure you are. That's according to Gene Dvornick, the town manager. The town's policy on unattended displays does not just apply to religious displays. It, it, replies, it applies to any and all unattended displays. So he claims this is really about public safety concerns. Well, he's lying, but that's okay because the, the positive way to look at this is they've pretty much given up uh, uh, bashing religion so they're they're dreaming up other ways to go yeah, about this yeah. now uh because people have caught on to them so in England yesterday you had the uh, you had the school uh, principal saying no more Christmas cards not because they're religious mm-hmm. but because that harms the environment of course it does. and now you go out to oh. Delaware and here you have the town manager saying no more nativity scene not because we're against religion because this constitutes a safety concern. So, uh, bleep you, pal, you're a liar, but it, 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 it allows me to get into something positive about it. You don't have the guts anymore to say you're opposed to the religious nature of this display, so you're coming up with this BS about it being a safety
4: concern. And to link back to the beginning of the show, this is dreamed up by a resource officer that's being hired instead of fixing trucks to remove Absolutely. snow and dilute. Look Abs- at me. This huh? is what you
2: got. Huh? But this your, is what you got.
4: Your reaction, I enjoyed your
1: reaction to that, Mayor Sooch. Merry Christmas and bleep you. That's right.
2: <laughs> the hell with you. <laughs> you know, we're, we're on to you. Uh, we're on to you and we're
1: pushing
6: back. How'd you wreck your car? I ran over the baby. I Jesus. ran over Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph was laying in the middle of the road and I had to take my car to schoon over because so it was so damaged.
2: Right. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Uh, and the name Mohammed has cracked the. Top ten boys' names in the United States. My question about that, is that because
1: of an ever-increasing Muslim population in the United States or uh, Middle East or or whatever, or is that because of uh, Swedes and Norwegians and Germans and Irish and Crackers? uh, Being boxing fans. uh, Adopting.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: that's Muhammad, isn't it? That's Muhammad. (laughs) (laughs) Adopting that name. That was a good line, Brooke. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) How come, Joe? Give me a
2: reasonable. Uh, your first Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. But here's the top ten. Liam, Jackson, Noah, Aiden, Grayson, Caden, C A D E N, Lucas. I like Noah. Elijah, Oliver, Muhammad. Where is Joseph? Yeah, it's down there
1: around Matthew, the 30s, Matthew 40s. fell hard,
2: too, I think. Joseph, 58th it, out of hundred. I remember wow, last
1: year, really? William William was in the top 10. I bet you 100 bucks there's not a Kenny in the top 100.
4: Uh,
2: let's see who's in, in let's anything. see In anything. Uh, let's see where John falls. Yeah, where's John?
1: You
4: got
2: a towel in there? Uh, John. I don't see John. If it's John. there, it's probably J-O-N anyway,
5: not right.
6: J-O-H-N. Uh, John, 42. Wow. J-O-H-N. Really? J-O-H-N. You're, You're ahead of Joseph. Wow. Why are
5: we losing the
2: H, let's John? Let's see if there's a Matthew.
0: Used to be a staple.
2: Uh, Joseph fifty eight. Wow. I don't see a Kenny. It's not a religious uh, name, that's why. Uh, Kenneth? Sure it is. Saint Kenny. Uh, I don't see a Matthew. The patron saint I of I see a Matthew. <laughs> I see a Malachi. No Matthew or no Kenneth. Matthew. Wow. No okay. Matthew or Kenneth. No. Isn't that Alrighty. something? No. I would have bet money there would have been a Matthew. Let me do it yeah, again. Just so it? I don't miss it. What about Benjamin? That's my son's name.
1: Ben? Yeah. Uh, that's got to be top 20, right? I, I'm not seeing a Ben. You
4: mentioned the top te- oh, Benjamin, there number 20. Oh, cool. Number 20. Congratulations. You, you ben. mentioned the Liam was in the top 10. Might even, might even have been in the top five. The Liam is number one. It is number one. Yeah. Wow, because that's what they thought we were going to name or nickname our William. Was Where's Liam. that name yeah. come from, Liam? Well, William. It's short for William oh. in a lot of cases. You know oh, what else is, is Irish, not on, on here? here? Oh,
2: I'm so dumb. Spencer's not on here. There's no Spencer. Spencer. How about, about Grundhoffer? What about Grund? There's
1: yeah. no
4: Grund or Spencer. How about, what about meat? What about smoked
1: salmon? No, that's not on, that's there? Not on <laughs> here either. Uh,
4: by the way, I have a report. Speaking of Grundhoffers, I went down to get my lunch day. We had the Garage Logic takeover. Yeah, they sold out of rookie burgers yesterday. <laughs> really? Yeah, they did. They, they bought did. about a hundred of them from from Grundhoffers, and they were wiped out. <laughs> well, the word out
1: was out. See, it, my my reasoning behind that is. Because the rest of the employees don't know us like we know us. That's true. Because we would never show up for us. No. Ever. We right. barely do it when right. we get paid. Because right. we know us and we're not into us. Right. Right. <laughs> but but I think point. they showed up just to see Joe slouched in his did, chair right. pouting. Does he really did. exist.
2: Yeah. I'm trying to do a Grunhofer. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Pardon me. Grunhofer's anyway. old-fashioned yeah. That's meats. why I've been quiet, Joe. Oh, Grunhofer's old-fashioned meets at the north end of Hugo. Uh, uh, on Highway 61. You can't miss it. It's become the GLers' meat capital of the world. Uh, they went through those turkeys like crazy over Thanksgiving. They still have the pre-made meatloaf, which is oven-ready, and the spice spices and high-temp cheese for venison, sausage-making, smoked, uh, smoked salmon. Uh, what, pastrami is made in-house? Pastrami in-house, in-house yeah. These are professional meat cutters, people. I once asked Spencer, are you a butcher? He says, no, man, I'm just, just call me what I am, a meat cutter. And uh, it's a great place. You're going to enjoy it. 130 different flavors of pork brats. These are lean pork brats that are grilled, oh, not boiled. And uh, as the Royal Order of the 21sters like to point out, we're only about 17 days shy of the days getting longer oh, anyway. Boy, so it's the springtime, yeah, the, here. the grilling season will continue all winter long in Garage Logic and throughout Gumption Counter uh, County. You can't go wrong. Grunhoffer's old-fashioned meats. At the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. Here are the top uh, 10 girls' names in the U.S. Uh, Sophia, Olivia, Emma, Ava, Aria. Oh, these are awesome. Isabella, Amelia, Mia, Riley, and Alea. Sophia with a PH or an F? PH. Okay, good. I love all those names. They're awesome. There's not. Uh, Harper's in there. That's foghornable. No. The hell, it isn't. Sorry, uh, Luna. Sorry Fred. Luna. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, wait no. a minute. Wait. Does Fred <laughs> have, <does Fred's laughs> have a kid named Harper? Yeah. He does. Well,
1: a fog-horn the hell a out of
4: foghornable. Is it okay, one yeah, of those little
1: girls that used to come and watch my big screen TV? My oh, yeah. Office? They still
4: do on occasion. Oh, they're awesome. When they what come o- in, on does Thursday he have
2: night. A, more than one girl?
1: He
4: has two daughters. What yeah. are,
2: what's the other one's name?
4: Uh, troublemaker Harper's number sister. two.
2: Harper's sister.
5: I'll find <laughs> out. They're, they're as cute as buttons, and they do funny stuff that he records on his Instagram and Facebook. And I don't they... see a
2: Mary on here. Hilarious. I don't see. There's a Brooklyn. That's a city. Brooklyn. Ooh, yeah, uh, Brooklyn. Not... Uh, I see Elizabeth spelled correctly. Uh, Victoria. Uh, Skyler's not a name. That's on here. Uh, Addison's a not a name. That's on here. Oh, come on. I'd ah, go to hell, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Savannah's on here. That's a name. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a name. That's a very good name. Savannah. <laughs> How about and, uh, maybe? Is maybe a name yeah, on there? Maybe. Yeah, okay. maybe's on here. Maybe's on here. Michaela, spelled uh, ways that don't exist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Boy, there's not a really. Uh, oh, Allison, but it's O N, not A. Give me a Blanche. You ain't going to find no Blanche. Marjorie? London. That's a town London? in London. Wait, what did England. you say
4: about Allison? It's an O N? Yeah. Isn't that how you're supposed to say I got a sister, it's A.N. It's, I got a niece, oh. that's Owen.
2: I got a so sister, Owen. Alice, and it's A.N. Because if ever is there seen a named
4: for Alice and Ann. What about ah. Ethel? Is
2: there an no, Ethel? No, you're not going to find You have Ruth. to go to the fullest Cemetery. Find how about an Ethel. Give me Gertrude. a Gertrude. No, Gertrude, Gertrude. 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 Mahal's Gert, Gertrude. Gertrude. But see, yeah. Gertrude, would be the point now would be just as bad as naming the kid Skylar. You would be drawing a kiss true, into yourself. My grandma was Willetta, everybody called her Billy. Yeah. Well, oh, that really? ain't on here that. either. Willow's on here. That ain't a name. Will? That's my niece's name. Uh, well, I don't care. Your niece should be foghorned. Jeez. Your niece should be ashamed of herself.
4: No, her <laughs> parents should be
6: ashamed yeah, of themselves. She
4: is nine months old. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't did, care. Well, how old you are uh, kid?
6: You're getting the horn. Uh, Kenny doesn't think highly of himself. He said it wasn't religious. Did you know there is a St. Kenneth? Come on, Kenny? give me a What's press? he the patron St- saint of? Uh, farts? <laughs> he, he, no, he, is, he was an Irish abbot in the 500s. Yeah. Monastat, monastic founder and missionary who contributed to the conversion of the Picts, P-I-C-T-S. I had to look that up. They were a, a band in Scotland. So he was, Sc- he was a Scottish fellow. He
2: was a hail and fellow at well met. He's
6: called St. Kenneth or Canis or Kenny yeah, or Canicus.
2: K-
1: uh-huh. Sure. Uh-huh. Ruth. Okay. Thanks, Wanka. <laughs> yeah, Ruth got Scottish. the in trouble, didn't it, Rook? <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. I wasn't done here. Uh, Uh-oh. Uh, Bert writes, Hail to the Flashlight kid. Hail you! As I passed through the pet aisle at a nearby Target, I overheard this question. This is for Positive Thursday. Okay. Uh, I overheard this question posed by a man to a woman. What should I get my sister's cat for Christmas? Oh. I pause because this is a very comical thing to say, and then it hit me. We live in a country where the average citizen has the time, energy, and wherewithal to actually contemplate giving gifts to other people's pets. That's both positive and ridiculous. What a great country. Burt in far western Minneapolis. Huh. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, this is from uh, Brian who did the math. Yesterday he reported on a teacher who was not going to allow exchanging Christmas cards for environmental reasons. The ass statistic was there are enough cards exchanged to circle the earth 500 times. Alert, math to follow. For argument's <laughs> sake, let's use a one-half foot per card length and one-half the earth's population that exchange cards. Uh, two, four, eight, five, nine miles Earth circumference times oh. five thousand two hundred eighty feet per mile times five hundred times around the Earth 0.5 feet per card times one point five billion. Personally, I might exchange two cards and then save mother. I can't follow the math. Yeah, I can't follow the math. Yeah, I'm just not. I'm not qualified. I'm not to be trusted. Uh, and finally, again from our chef out in Montana, Scott Matura. Your story on the movie The Irishman and the manufactured outrage at what few lines Anna Paquin had is reminiscent of something I brought up to you a few months back. This is where it starts. Throughout history, we have, boy, this is not going to end on a positive note. Uh, Throughout history, we have seen periods where these types of seemingly innocent aspects of our lives, like movies and art, are being changed, altered, or erased in the name of the good of everyone. And I can give you some specific names of people who have exercised this mentality and behavior in the past. Stalin, Lenin, Hitler, Mao Zedong, and Pol Pot. Ooh, it's positive. Okay, it's... I'm trying it's to bring it up, it's, a positive. It's positive, it's positive. Uh, rimshot's positive. We have a $1.3 million budget surplus. There you go. It's money the state shouldn't have, but it's better
4: than being in the hole. Yeah. But we're not going to get it back. Why, Rook? What what did the one guy say?
5: Uh, Forget the rainy day fund. Gomer and Gertie mix six pack. Need that money for lottery tickets, casino trips, and big rest of us. Uh huh. I disagree. I disagree. I, I disagree. Are we done here?
2: Number two eighty coming up tomorrow.
3: Oh GL boy! Are we going to make it to three hundred.
2: And forget. we made it to three hundred, Johnny. You figured when? January thirteenth. 13th. 13th, thirteenth. Thirteenth. Yep. How 13th.
1: many years has Garage Logic been in service? How many years Nineteen ninety three. What's the math on that? Twenty six. Twenty seven. Twenty six years. Yeah. yeah Twenty seven years. Mike Schoonover has you beat. Eighty years Ooh, they've wow. been in business. Wow. Scoonover Body Works is a good sign. Scoonoverbodyworks.com. When
4: GL gets to 80 years, we'll have Mike beat. Uh we don't anticipate that. <laughs> no, no, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't.
2: <laughs> we don't.
5: Oh. GL store. GL store, where to get that? GarageLogic.com. Click on just launched. That's the big button right there on the front page. Order right now to receive by the holiday, which is Christmas.